welcome back to Tub Talk. This is the Snubs and Clubs edition for 1980s. I don't know what the order is here, but we'll start with uh, we'll we'll mix it up. We, we used to go Mance Bob Matt, and we're gonna go Matt Bob Mance now. So Matt, uh, all right. So so I, I took the care to separate my snubs from my flubs. Okay, <laughs> snubs being songs that should have been on the list and weren't, and flubs being uh, incorrect information. Let me start with, with the incorrect oh, information. I'm just going to do the shit that was wrong. So these are flubs. The flubs. Oh, yeah. Boy. It's quick. <laughs> I, I made it a point to correct, I think, you, that Battery was on And Justice for All. Wait. And it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Off to a rousing start yeah, it's here. Not it's on on Inju- it's not on Injustice for All. Yeah. I'm th- I was thinking of Blackened at the time. Wait, is, ba- is Battery on, on Kill Em All? Or, or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Blackened is on. So we're no, Battery's not on Kill Em All. So we're issuing corrections. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when we do the snubs and flubs, snubs and flubs, I'll correct that. <laughs> and then the other thing I wanted to say was the Big Black song was not on Songs for Fucking. It was on Atomizer. So for all you, all you Big Black fans out there. Mea culpa. If you've got a flub that you are furious about, email tubtalk at cageclub.me. Did you call it L Tubtalk? Email. <laughs> Can we call it L Tubtalk from now? L Tubtalk. <laughs> All right, so that, that was those were your flubs. Those are my flubs. Did you I, I could talk about snubs and just be done with it. So this wasn't even what I was thinking about with flubs. I thought flubs were gonna be like, oh, songs that I wish that I put on my list but didn't. No, those are snubs. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. That's what a snub You fucking is. came up with this term. No, <laughs> you had no, 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 no. This is not, was. this is an internet term. Uh, maybe flubs I thought were like, maybe flubs are things that you put on the list that you didn't wish you had on the list. Like Vice for being, so this is like now. REM, like this all is that a, fucking REM. This, is an, uh, this, this whole podcast is a flub so far. It is. All right, do your snubs. All right, so REM, too much REM. You guys are right. That's a flub. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, can you play the one song that I sent you, the first the, one? First one, yeah. This one definitely is snub, especially because R.I.P., this is Walter Becker of Steely Dan. This is his, my favorite song of his, maybe, maybe my favorite song ever. <laughs> like it takes all of this. It's your favorite song of all time, but not your hundred favorite for the 80s and 90s. I mean, listen to it. And it goes on like this, but I love it. It's what so, is the name of the so song and who's it by? This is by Walter Becker. Down in the bottom. A couple years ago. Solo? Solo. Solo Walter Becker, which also, uh, there's there's a a YouTube clip of him singing this song called uh, The Girl Next Door to the uh, the Methadone Clinic. And it's filmed by what I assume is his wife or his girlfriend in his, like, modest apartment in Hawaii. And it's clearly after a long night of, like, probably drinking a lot of wine. He had had massive substance abuse issues, and he was just playing this song at his kitchen table while his wife is, like, drunkenly stumbling through the kitchen. And then you hear her, like, make a drink, and, like, the clink of the ice in the glass is really loud. But it's the most intimate, like, performance that I've ever seen, like, captured. Especially by, I love Steely Dan, and seeing seeing him in that way. Because he's always background to Fagan. It's such a wonderful video. And the but guy, you, yeah, you don't see those guys vulnerable terribly often. It, and it's and it's one of the most vulnerable things I've ever seen. It's so it's so sweet. It's really sweet. And then you hear this, and you just hear nothing but like sonic, like a sheen invisible wall over everything about this. But you listen to the lyrics, and he's like, down at the bottom, nobody knows. Like he's making an emotional plea, but it sounds like a Peter Gabriel like B side. And what year is this from? Ninety four. 94? Yeah. Weird year for it to be from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the only other thing I really wanted to mention was... Uh, was it the other link you sent me? What, which one was that again? 
Oh, that was just because I should have had some butthole surfers on here in some capacity, and I didn't. I probably would have used this song. Lady Sniff? Yeah. From 1984. There's really good burping and, like, beeping sounds in this song. <laughs> this song fucking rules, and I didn't include this, and I also gotta say I feel bad about not including any Biohazard, because that was my shit, my whole adolescence, and I should have snuck a Biohazard song on here yeah. instead of seven fucking R.E.M. songs. <laughs> Were so, there... like, all these would replace, like, I would just pick three R.E.M. songs and put, put this. Were there any songs that Bob or Mance put on their list that you were like, fuck, I should have put on my list? Yeah, but I addressed that in the podcast. Okay. The DJ, DJ Shadow song I should, definitely should have had on there. Yeah. And, uh... Uh, I didn't put that. I, I didn't make a note of that, but there was something. So that's a that flub you about your snubs and flubs. Yeah, I had plenty of them, but I think I reacted in real time to those. I uh, there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is disgusting. I'm gonna pause this so Bob can concentrate on what he wants to say. <laughs> Along those lines, uh, just in the last three weeks, maybe because we're like six months out of this recording. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've listened to that uh, Ted Hawkins Sorry You're Sick song like a thousand times. That was Matt's... Oh, is that from this era? Yeah, from it was it was from like 83 or something like that, right? From that, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, um, I've listened to that song over and over again, and I, it, it's uh, fantastic. Yeah. Are you playing it right now? No. Oh, okay. You, right, you were, you were, <laughs> no. You were, you were touching the iPad, and it made me... What's the name of the song again? Sorry You're Sick. <laughs> vamp, vamp, vamp. <laughs> yeah, no, like after you said that, I listened to it a couple more times again. Because I've listened to it. Yeah, this is a good song. Yeah. Yeah, it's very wounded. It's. And also feels like it's from a completely different era. Yeah. Which is, which is interesting. But I know he he like spent some time on the street and like with that perspective, it just it, it's such an honest like yeah. message. Yeah, this is some like way that makes perfect sense. 1957 shit. It sounds like it, it's a it's a compliment. Yeah. Are you? Do you have any more subs, flubs, snubs, or Zach Braff and scrubs? <laughs> why, why have we not called it the Septub snubs and flubs? Because it rhymes. L Septubs. Snubs, snubs, floods, um, rubs and tugs. No, Robert Kraft. I didn't. Robert Kraft, rubs and tugs. <laughs> it's always great to bring up timely news stories. What <laughs> <laughs> will have happened to Robert? When this Kraft is releasing in eight weeks, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, I know what'll happen. Nothing. Nothing, Nothing is gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> He's fine. Unless we form an elite squad of assassins. And take him out. Or at least cut his dick off. Are we gonna... Should we fully lean into this detour here? Yeah. I don't think anything should happen to him. Why? Holy shit. Don't we hold the NFL players to this moral standard? Yeah, I don't, think, for, for, I don't think they should either. But they do. But, yeah, sure. Tom, Tom, why don't you why don't you explain what, what he did? Because we, we well, are going to be way out. Okay, so... <laughs> So and so, this will be a blip on the radar of disgusting shit that happens in 2019. Right <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. No. So the story is actually disgusting and it's very disturbing. And the the sex trafficking end of it 
is something that sh- clearly should be stopped and clearly is um, is a completely different thing than consensual sex workers. You know, human trafficking is a completely different thing than that, and it's horrible and disgusting, and the details of the story are gross. How much he knew about that aspect of it, I don't know. But just wanted a $59 hand job. Right. But if but but if for a guy who just wanted a $59 hand job twice, like what what are we going to arrest him for that? Ah, come on. Cut off his hands. Now the people who are running the trafficking ring, Zama. yeah, they should they should they should get, you know, the full extent of the law. But your stumps in the sand. Bob, you, did you did you love Zama, by the way? Yeah, I wow. love Zama. It was really good. Wasn't it great? Yeah, did you did you see it? No, not yet. You got to watch it, man. I will. Mm. Okay, do you like have it. more snubs and flubs? Oh, I, I mean, we addressed this a little bit on the thing, but it is uh, truly criminal that arguably the best band of this entire era, the Beastie Boys, is completely yeah. like, was completely yeah, yeah, yeah. snubbed 100%. by Bohemian. Not completely. Yep, 100%. Hey, Matt, Matt's Pull the only one that represented here. Uh, so I'd like to say that I, there are possibly three Beastie Boys songs that should have, would have made it on my list, and that is uh, What You Want, Root Down, and Looking Down the Barrel of a Gun. Son of a Gun. I included uh, some BC boys in, in what we're going to record later, only because I thought, we would, I, I thought we would have talked a lot about them, so I want to give them another platform. We can reopen this and give them the credit they're due. There were a lot of, I mean, the Beastie Boys were one that I was disappointed in two-thirds of you about. Yeah. But there are other ones like Bonnie Tyler and stuff, like just like things that are like iconic 80s ballads. That <laughs> Bonnie, never... Ta- Bonnie Tyler uh, that? was uh, Total, Total Eclipse of the Heart. heart. It didn't make the list. <laughs> well, that's it. It was that was that was almost on my list. It, it was that's close. More of a slight on that song, not fucking Bonnie Tyler. I will. <laughs> songs like Steven that. Tyler, song. he got fucked on. In- <laughs> <laughs> no, Steve. Well, wait, didn't Aerosmith? Aerosmith made a couple of. No, parents. they did not. <laughs> no? There was not a single Aerosmith song. Bob's oh. number three. And you was know what? I apologize for that too. Angel, that, that's a retroactive. A, 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 Angel as well. And Total Eclipse of the Heart both almost made my list. There had to be closer than the Beastie Boys. You know, which... to- Total Eclipse of the Heart is a, is is a Jim Steinman song, right? Jim Steinman who wrote all. Okay? Yeah, he wrote all of uh, oh. Battle of Hell. You know what? It sounds like it, it does. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it has yeah. that broad theatrical. Yeah. Someone would argue too much. It sounds like a song from a musical, and that doesn't really fit on pop radio usually. But in in this case, yeah, pretty good stuff. Do you have any other snubs and or flubs? I do. Uh, yeah, I have Closer by Nine Inch Nails because the, it's it's uh, absurd that that song was on the radio and was yeah. as popular as oh, yeah. it was. Yep. Uh, we talked a little bit about that. The Matt, 90s were a weird time. Yeah. And Matt leaving that off of his list because he didn't want to play that song in, a, in his house <laughs> with, his, <laughs> yeah. with, his, with his daughters. Oh, I remember. Which in retrospect is, is my bad because I should have just left it on the goddamn list and listened to some other shit around the house. Correct. Yeah. like what? Uh, so uh, that song didn't, no one had that song on there? I had Head Like a Hole, but not Closer. Closer would have been the song that I had if I, if I were picking yeah. that so. I, I think I had a Nine Inch I had, I might have, do we have the same song? We might have. I think it was the song, was it Fat Lip by Sum 41 that has the song that I sing about <laughs> abortion, but it sounds like bullshit? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. I'm just, <laughs> hey man, I'm just yeah. trying to connect to, I, that, to, I, to I, the listeners. Here's, here's what I remember. Well, Bob is wearing a DC hoodie right now, so assuming he would yeah, listen to like Sum 41. Like he didn't drive here, he did skateboard here. Here's here's my take on 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 hearing Fat Lip by Sum Forty One for the first time when I was in high school. Hey, I could just listen to the Beastie Boys instead. Yeah. <laughs> I think that guy's married to Avril Lavigne, though. Well, we just found out Lucy, that I think. the guitarist from Good Charlotte is married to Cameron Diaz. Lupus I want to talk about Good Charlotte, man. Let's go. Yeah. Let's all right. All right. Snubs and or floods, Bob. I, um. Uh, uh. The Go Go's. We got the beat. Uh, or vacation, or I mean, there's a number of go-go songs. Go-go's are they like continue the tradition of of like uh, uh, girl group pop rock, and I think they're predecessors to a lot of really good stuff. And and 
they, they should have made someone's list, I think. Were the Bengals in this era or the Bengals earlier than this? No, no Bengals were this era. era. And Matt yeah. had Bengals song on his list. Walk like an Egyptian, baby. That's, yeah. That yeah. song's great. Yeah, Susanna Hoffs is, is, is wonderful. And yeah, and, and I, th- I think we, or I, uh, should have had the Go-Go's on the list. I don't know. The, what about the, B-52s? Not that they're that related, but... Yeah, the B-F- I think we maybe talked a little bit about... I had a, I had a couple of B-52 songs. Or I had one, at least, I think. The thing oh, about... Did, oh, I had Rock Lobster, yeah. The thing about B-52s is, uh, like, I had Want to Dance with Somebody, the Whitney Houston song. And the reason why that song made my list was because I have been no. multiple... I didn't? No B-52s at all. Oh, I'm, I, I thought I had the B-52s. I'm still <laughs> <a liar. laughs> the reason The reason why that song was on my list is because I've been to multiple <laughs> weddings and... Uh, you play that song at a wedding and everybody goes crazy. And yep. the same can be said of Love Shack. If yeah. you're at a wedding and yep. Love Shack gets played, everybody sings along. Yep. So like I could see Love Shack making making uh, any any list that you want to make for this for yeah. this era. Also, Matt and I we had talked about Love Shack and and uh, Rock Lobster and how they're like actually twelve years apart or something yeah. like that. The chronology of it all was mind blowing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were on the probably they came out the same year, but no, yeah. it's like it's like 1998. And <laughs> yeah. what does that say about our like? And I've been asking myself in the intermittent months since we've recorded, like, why are we doing this exactly? What is it that's inside of our brains? That the listener is asking the same like exact thing. How much the knowledge of what year a B fifty two song came out was a big deal, like like in the moment to yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Is is so ridiculous. And it made me analyze a lot about like how my mind works. Well it's and also I came out, I came out smiling. So well, this is a, a therapy session for you. I guess so. I, I, I'll be honest, yeah. it, it kind of is too, because some like a lot of what this is for me is is like trawling through the past and trying, <laughs> right? And, and it's like, nostalgia, yeah. Yeah, digging things up and figuring out like like emotional touchstones for me, or uh, just like like I think it was it was the the Goldfinger song that Matt and I were just like that's like Wall Town here in my bedroom. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a ton. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, and it's like there's something regional about it. There's something there's uh, something so specific about about where that song exists. That's what doing this is is worth for me. Yeah, to share that 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 hyper specific and deep feeling with with somebody else on a weird level. That's right. Let me just ask you this. I, I know you're looking like you're ready to speak, but I just wanted to ask you this: when you when you do that, like trawling through your memory, like, yeah, how how thick is the filter you put on it like how recent is the filter like especially for you because of what we talked about before you losing your parents like last year how much as you reflect on anything in your past does it hit that filter in your brain is it just automatic and that's a dumb question or or do you choose to put it on or take it off are you asking what the cut what the the cut line for nostalgia is no i'm asking like like when you when you every time you remember something you just remembered last time you remembered it so like your context is different every single time. You, right. Whatever you've learned between the last time you thought about it, like, do you factor that into your to like the time you spend trawling the attic of of, of, of memories? I think you have to. Yeah, I think right. It's natural. Yeah. Like the only the 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 one that comes to mind with with what you're talking about is the Nick Cave song uh, "Into Your Arms," into my into my arms, because um, that was like you know you when when my dad died you put it together we put together like this disc full of photos and then there were like three or four songs that played on on a loop there was the um, the Randy Newman song gives us all his love uh, I think "Strangers" by the Kinks and. Uh, that that Nick Cave song, and so that Nick Cave song, even though that's a song that, that that I love, it's like now because I like did the work of putting together like a, a death mix CD, like there's no way to now divorce that from yeah. from that. Whereas like that was a song that I liked before, now it's like a song that I will like forever associate with uh, October third uh, mm-hmm. of. Uh, 2018. I almost said 2019, which like would have been absurd because not getting the date right. Anyway. 
Snubs. It's Subs. okay to grieve. Subs. Are you done? Do you have any? Uh, I don't know. Go go go, go to Tom. I might have more notes. Yeah, two yet. Snubs, flubs. So this is actually uh, well. First of all, I I wish overarchingly that I put more Chris Cornell onto the <laughs> uh, onto my list. In hindsight, I think you know for, I, I echo Bob completely on BC Boys. That was uh, that was the spot I missed too. And you know when I was going through and putting the list together, you know my methodology was to like put up make a list of every song that could conceivably possibly in some world make the top 100 and then cut from there and i started with like 300 songs or 350 songs i forget exactly what it was and there were a lot of songs that you know like in the the bottom 25 of my list like could have been replaced by the rest of the songs that didn't make the cut something i struggle with when putting these lists together and i'm still kind of finding the right calibration for it is is the emotional touchstones and the nostalgia factor that you guys both pointed out just now versus like the overarching cultural significance of a song so like i didn't have a lot of michael jackson on my list because personally growing up michael jackson's music didn't really influence me greatly like i you know as i got older i began to listen to his older stuff and kind of appreciated it intellectually but in the moment emotionally he didn't really do anything for me so I left him off the list because, you know, this is my life experience. And, and I'm always kind of going back and thinking like, oh, did I give Michael Jackson, who was obviously one of the most influential artists of the last, you know, 40, 50 years. And innocent. <laughs> did I give him the, the, the proper respect that his music, you know, deserves as, as strictly as from an artistic standpoint? Um, so I'm constantly questioning that aspect of it and like... Am I paying enough respect to the to the landmark artists and the landmark songs of a certain era versus just the ones that I was most closely emotionally attached to? It's so fascinating to me that you like somehow swerved around Michael Jackson as a kid, being the age that you are. It's it seems impossible, and and it must have something to do with your parents just being like, yeah, this doesn't interest me, so yeah. it's not going to end up. Yeah, in the house. you know, my mom was like a Beatles and Beach Boys person. My dad was like Black Sabbath and Ozzy and and eighties metallica and so you know i heard michael jackson on mtv and on the radio but he wasn't a big thing in my life uh you know growing up You're so probably sick of hearing him all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah maybe yeah, i want to listen yeah. to some fucking black Sabbath. yeah yeah so so as far as thumbs and flubs like Dio. i don't know i don't know i don't, I don't have rainbow any, i don't have anything super specific like i don't have a list of songs that i specifically wish i put on the list except for the bc boys i definitely should have included them you know i'm constantly like second guessing myself even as we're getting ready to record more episodes of the 90 of the, of the 2000 to 2018 list i'm constantly questioning myself like uh am i fucking up by not acknowledging certain songs and Weedus. certain artists yeah we just that's, yeah, all, that's like, all i got because and because it took us so long to get back into it like we take these months long high 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 <laughs> we take months long trips to haiti <laughs> whoa this water got cold <laughs> Sorry, Joey has his heat, Joey has his heat off. <laughs> Finish what you're saying, please. I'm uh, sorry. That... Like, like I, I totally when I listen to this thing, I, I, if I start thinking about how I ranked it or what order this stuff's in, I'm just like, ah, it's yeah. so different. It's already yeah, months yeah. later, so yep. like, I just treat it as like eh, it's a locked in thing, yep. and like I'm excited to talk about them now. Like I'll try to listen to them like just open mindedly and like scramble the order and just hear the song and talk about the song. This is actually we should probably switch now because we're talking about thing that we're not recording. Well, I got I got one more. Yeah, I, I got one more that I, is is a flub and and I think it or a sub. Snub, I, I sub. forgot. Snub. Snub. Sub. <laughs> I've, <laughs> El septub uh, subs. 
and, and this has to do with Wall Township and specifically the people that we knew, and maybe even more specifically Dylan. I, I don't know how They Might Be Giants didn't make my list ah, at all, yeah. and specifically the song New York City, even though I, I know that that's a cover song. Play it. That's a, that's a cover song, but something about that song is like... like that song sounds like the montage of Dylan moving to New York City. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it'll like it'll like locate me in this very specific time and place. New York City by The Might Be Giants. Do you, are you a They Might Be Giants fan? The stuff I've heard, yes. I love this whole album. It's great. It gets shit on. I don't know why. No, but, man. S-E-X-X-Y is great. I mean, they get... I know, like, Kristen doesn't like They Might Be Giants because she thinks of it as, like, kids' music. It is kids' music. It, it, yeah. They wrote the fucking Mickey Mouse Clubhouse theme song that I hear every single morning. Was it, uh... <laughs> Tiny what, Tunes. What was Pinky and the Brain? No, no. No, no it, was tiny, it was Tiny Tunes. Yeah, yeah. It was Tiny Tunes because they did the... Uh, what's this? Uh, Chernobyl? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and Alphabet of Nations. And, and, and like Particle Man. Particle uh, Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what we started listening to in, on car road trips, YouTube clips of like the the Tiny Toons stuff and the Animaniacs stuff. Uh-huh. I don't really, I don't really watch Animaniacs, but they have the same kind of thing. It's like, you know, they run through all the presidents, they do the states, capitals, yeah. and it's really funny. Yeah, and this song also has this like incredibly romantic line in it where he says, uh, the, "The best part of New York City is you and me," which is like, Aww. yeah, it's re- nice. it's really uh, fantastic. Okay, well... Th- th- that- yeah, this is a good energy to go out on. I think that was great. Yeah. Are, yeah. Any other thoughts about snubs and or flubs or no? I'm good. Yeah, no, that, those are all my yeah. notes. I don't. Come back in two weeks for our kickoff for the 2000-2018 Best of Songs. See all you guys in two weeks. And then come back in 12 weeks for the snubs and flubs about those episodes. <laughs> Just Bye. keep coming back.